While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. sounds okay because we're doing it as a car cast but in the morning so i guess if you're listening to the podcast and it's your morning commute this is my morning commute as well at least for part of it we're gonna see how it actually turns out hey if you haven't uh listened into the podcast before my name is ryan i'm a teacher a coach instructional coach and i run this podcast and if you're someone who has listened before greatly appreciate you tuning in for another episode of Classroom Brew. I want to give a big shout out to our patrons. Uh, I don't have the list in front of me because I'm driving right now, so I'll have to add that in later or add that to the end. Maybe we'll put the dedication song at the end. Uh, But if you want to join those patrons uh, to get access to bonus content and podcast merch and all that good stuff, just go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. And the nice thing about it is that there are even some exclusive episodes that are only available to Patreon members. So again, that's patreon.com slash classroombrew. And uh, all right, so I'm recording this on a Wednesday morning. Uh, It's about 6.45. I'm running a little bit late to get to work. Uh, The mayoral election just happened. The Supreme Court just started hearing uh, arguments for and against student loan forgiveness, which is a whole big thing. And right now, things are pretty down in the dumps, down in the the valley, if you will, like peaks and valleys of how the school year usually goes with the students, because some of them are pretty audacious with their behaviors right now. Like, they don't give a shit about respect for adults, respect for themselves, respect for each other, Uh, none of it. All right, let's see, we're getting some coffee now. Can I just keep the mic going? I'll decide later. Yeah. Morning, I have an order for Ryan. Okay, you can do Thank you. Oh, too much energy for me? I don't know. Morning. How are you? Good, how are you doing? Good one. That guy is so nice. I think he's the manager of that particular coffee place uh, drive-through, and uh, he knows me by name. And I'm blanking on his name right now. I don't think it's on my receipt because I did mobile order, obviously. But anyway, yeah. Some of the kids, for example, I'm not the direct teacher right now because I have a student teacher. Uh, who's taking things in stride. He's very adaptable. He, he's getting better every single day, which is cool to see. It's cool to be on the other side of it. Um, and granted, I know plenty of you guys that listen in may have already had student teachers. So you're like, cool, got it, move on. Don't need to hear about it. But for me, it's a new experience. 
uh, which is really cool. Um, but they, some of them, the students have just been truly horrible because they know that he's a student teacher and he's learning literally on the job. Uh, even with all the supports that I'm putting in place for him, there are some kids that are just finding ways to gaslight, take advantage of, just anything that you could name, like the, the worst things possible, including like lying about the expectations that I had when I was the lead teacher, which is insane because I was in the room when he took lead. Like, obviously you want to give time for your student teacher to, to fly solo, if you will. Uh, but the audacity of some of these kids to try to act like there isn't a phone policy or to try to act like I'm the teacher who always does too much. They always complain about me for always doing too much. I, I ask them to actually use their minds and think and, and do work and read what an asshole I am. Um, and now suddenly they're like, well, Fishman doesn't have us do more than, you know, five lines of reading per day. And I don't know about you, but I teach high school. If we're quantifying reading in terms of lines read, we got a real problem. Especially because I, I teach in a school where the reading levels are, we're talking like early elementary reading levels. So yeah, you got to put in the work, kids. Anyways. I'm not the direct teacher, and I'm probably more stressed out at this point in the year than I was last year. Maybe that's a stretch, but a decent amount of stress, pretty comparable to last year, and I'm in a different role technically. I'm only directly teaching one out of my five classes. Everything else is very indirect mentor slash coach role from a slight distance. Uh, But I'm stressing because I'm still dealing with behavior issues every single fucking day, including like kids that are supposed to be in night school or are supposed to not be in the building after hours because they aren't with a coach for a sport or a teacher for a club or night school. Um, And so we got an email being like, make sure that these kids are not in the building. If you're not part of an after school thing, if you're not with an adult being actively like supervised, you have to leave the building. Because we've had some uh, safety concerns and liability issues as a result. It makes sense. I'm on board. And so I have a student that is one of my own students who I redirect. And she, like, gets in my face about it. Like, she's walking through the halls. We have to do track practice inside right now because it's still too cold. And we're still in the indoor season, technically. And just, I redirect the student just trying to do my thing to help out. Also, I don't want her cursing up a storm in the hallway and, you know, disrupting what night school kids are doing and you know track kids are doing for me and uh she gives me attitude to the point where it it almost became like a who the fuck do you think you are moment for me <laughs> like it's if it was one thing if I didn't know the student and they thought like I can get away with this this is a student I've had who's like served lunch detentions and has had in-school suspension because of certain behaviors and then realized oh I fucked up I shouldn't do that again and now here she is yelling in my face to the point, I think I even said, like, do you realize who you're talking to right now? I'm the one who does too much, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't say the motherfucker part, but I'm adding it in now for effect. So I don't know what's going on. I know it's, it's as I record this, it's March 1st. Usually January, February is kind of rough sailing anyway. March is never a picnic. <laughs> uh, April's no cakewalk either. And then, you know, by the time, by the time you hit May, kids are like, well, the school year's over. I don't, I shouldn't have to do anything. It's like, you didn't do anything from August on. What do you mean? So I guess there's no winning at this point, but you know, we'll see. I think by the time I 
return back or transition back into taking lead in my own classroom again after uh, Hayden, my student teacher, uh, is transitioning out, I think we'll have like a month left of school, quite literally. Um, and I think I should get some credit right now. You guys don't know this, but I had every right to honk at somebody just now uh, because we it turned green and it was like a solid 15 seconds. I'm sure it was like three seconds, but it's the morning commute right now and it's time to, uh, to get to work. And so let's not waste any time. I should point out, this goes without saying, maybe I'll add this in as a disclaimer at the beginning. If I forgot to do that though, or if I chose not to, you'll never know. But, uh, this obviously, if I'm on my commute to work, this is obviously a non-alcoholic episode of the podcast. I know it goes without saying, but we're going to just cover our bases. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, what I'm going to probably do is wrap it up right here for the morning commute section, and then I might pick it back up later, um, maybe on the same, I have a, a handheld mic right now. If I like how it sounds, I'll use it for the other one, but this is kind of going to be a beginning and end of day podcast, as opposed to like our usual evening or weekend after the week. So I'm going into today, I guess since we're doing a beginning and end, <laughs> a before and after, um, kind of like those things when they do a, they do like a, a before and after, like the, the bride of the wedding, their first shot of the night, and then their, their like result at the end, and it's just showing them all disheveled. So maybe my voice will be all disheveled by the time we get there, and you won't be able to see the visual part, but you know it's disheveled. Um, but I'm going into today being very optimistic. Um, I feel like anytime you have a day that just goes to complete shit, the, the follow-up day is usually so much better. Even if it's not that much better in reality, perception-wise, it's so much better. So, hey, I will, uh, stay tuned, I guess, the moments from now. For me, it'll be way too long from now because I have to get through, uh, a full day of work and, uh, track practice. But for you guys, it'll be moments, and you will see what it's like at the end of the day. And we got some other stuff we got to talk about. Uh, I think in my notes, which I just probably have to review before then, is stuff about student loan forgiveness and the Supreme Court. Uh, if you follow SCOTUS, you know it's probably not looking good. Uh, but the arguments that came out on February 28th were pretty abysmal on both sides, to be honest with you. So it's not looking good, but we'll kind of talk about what they're saying. Um, and if you've heard about it, then you already know. But some other stuff, our own take on some things. And I'm sure we'll have some thoughts on what happens today because I don't know. I left that part blank in my notes because you never know what's going to happen when you teach on the south side of Chicago on a Wednesday. So uh, thanks guys though, and I I will see you momentarily. All right, here we are. For you guys, it's it's been a matter of moments since you last heard me. For me, it's been about 14 hours. It's been a long day. Uh, And I'm finally heading home. Now, hopefully the traffic on Lakeshore isn't too bad. Anyway, um, yeah, day wasn't too crazy. Just a couple of incidents for... uh, Around the school, I guess. That is Velcro, sorry. Uh, A couple of incidents around the school that I was trying to help out with because I'm not directly teaching right now as solely as a mentor teacher to my student teacher. But man, that's draining. That's, that's two days in a row of trying to jump in to just assist. And I'm not even like the, <laughs> the main person 
that students are seeing red over if I'm just the person that's just trying to understand what's going on. But man, is it draining. Um, even to the point where I had one student who was asking if they could speak with me uh, at the end of the day. And I was like, yeah, I'll pull you from eighth period. Is that cool? And they walked out of the building apparently like 20 minutes before I came to get them from their class. <laughs> like, I tried. I don't know what to tell you. I tried my best to come and talk to you after you requested to talk to me. And then I sent an email asking if you still wanted to talk. Um, anyway, so yeah, with the the topic of student loans, the, the main gripes that have been going on is that the, uh, the Biden administration is claiming that we're still in a, a pandemic. It's a national emergency, national crisis. The issue, though, is that they're contradicting themselves when they say, uh, in terms of, I can't think of other categories right now because it's been a long day of work, uh, but in other categories, they are claiming uh, that the pandemic is by and large, you know, nearing the end or over. And so that contradiction doesn't help because the use of COVID national emergencies that's the basis for them saying that we need this student loan forgiveness because of the economic hardships that it's causing. People are losing money because of it. So that hurts. The argument though that we're hearing from the GOP is such bullshit because they're saying, well, that's not fair to everybody else who already paid off their loans. So if you five years ago battled cancer, you're now in remission, uh, you're cancer free, you're good to go, that's fantastic. That's fantastic news. But if a cure suddenly was available and the FDA had to, for all cancers, all types, whatever, uh, equitable access, all of that, and the FDA is debating, should we actually approve this or whatever? And your main uh, gripe or your main qualm is that, well, that's not fair to me because I already had cancer and there wasn't a cure back then. That's called progress. You know, um, and the the other main, and I know it's probably going to get shot down. It's a mostly conservative Supreme Court. Uh, if Roe v. Wade didn't survive, then for sure, uh, student loan uh, forgiveness for the ten or twenty thousand dollars for people making under one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars per year is probably going to get shot down quickly. Um, but I guess the other issue I have is that the, the other, um, why can't I think of words anymore? The other argument that could be made, well, for me, this is my argument. I shouldn't say that is the other argument. When they choose students to represent students with, uh, or former students, people who are paying back student loans, they always pick someone that's like, I have $3,000 in student loans and it's really hard to pay the extra $50 a month. The next person, I have $10,000 in student loan debt and the extra $75 a month is really, pick somebody who's paying thousands per month. Pick a better person, pick a better spokesperson, pick me. The first three, four years of me paying, I was doing more than half my salary. Picture that, more than half my salary. And that's the, the net pay, so that hurts. Pick me, you know, even with scholarships, I had so much student loan debt and a lot of it was because of interest even while I was still in school which is a whole separate issue. That's the other part. The argument of well we have to protect the debtors. Debtors. D-E-B-T-O-R-S. Yep. 
the collection people or the people who run the debt thing with these huge infrastructures, that's not a good look to say that we have to protect the debtors, the people who own the debt, the people who paid for the debt because they wanted to do this. Uh, because let's point out too that the biggest industry in the world, well, I shouldn't say in the world, one of the biggest industries in the United States, I gotta walk that back. One of the biggest industries in the United States is college post-secondary education or training because of financial aid. And the fact that there are certain states who create separate entities, which is just the government, but like an offshoot for the sole purpose of collecting money for a student, that's sketchy. Because that means if they are uh, separate from the government, despite being an entirely government-made entity, they're not subject to the same restrictions, uh, regulations as any government body would be. Let's be honest, it's 2023, government bodies aren't even subjected to their own regulations. <laughs> There's no accountability. But I hate that argument. I hate the fact that people who are for uh, debt, uh, debt cancellation, debt forgiveness, student loan debt forgiveness specifically, uh, I hate that they're using people that are bad sample sizes I hate that the opposition to that, because obviously I am for it, because, you know, again, I think with interest, I paid more than double, you know, what I initially borrowed for undergrad and grad school. And I'm someone who did receive Pell Grants um, at four older sisters. So, and, and only two incomes at the time. And that, you know what? When you're footing the bill as, what are you, 17, 18 when you go to college? When you're footing the bill when you're 17 through 21 or 17 through 23 if you do grad school or whatever time frame you have that's a lot of money and especially like I'm lucky that I got a job right away because I knew that by the time November hit I'd have to be paying back those loans for me it was November because you know you get six months after your month of graduation so that's when mine was uh, but I'm a teacher so that means <laughs> that means June, July, and most of August, and actually we used to start in September. So June, July, and August, that's three months of no income, despite the fact that the clock is ticking for me to, there's a car next to me that's super loud. Uh, the clock is ticking for me to pay those loans. And I essentially lost the first three out of six months. I lost half of my time in between uh, finishing school and then being able to earn income to start paying that back. And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I was all over the city interviewing. So there wasn't time to get another job uh, because I was trying to secure a job in my career. But I'd like to say that's neither here nor there, but it's all here. It's all here. So... What do I think is going to happen with the student loan debt? I think it's going to be shot down. I don't even think it's going to be close, uh, which makes me sad. What I really hope is that the new Secretary of Ed and the the Biden administration, they already have like their next plan ready to go. I don't want this to be like, it's shot down, obviously. We knew that. Writing's been on the wall for a long time. And then they say, well, now we're going to go back to the drawing board. No, I want your plan B right now. Right now but that probably won't happen. Uh, I mentioned too, by the way, I was going to give a shout out to our Patreon members and I have a list right now and I'm at a stoplight. So a big shout out 
uh, to Lish, James, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam uh, for helping out with those operating costs. But also, I mean, t-shirt, koozie, shot glass, coaster, all that stuff um, if you join that Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash classroombrew. And they also have access to all the uh, bonus content that's only available for Patreon members. Patreon members. <laughs> Uh, that guy just blew a red light. Um, anyway, this has been quite a week. Last week was already, I mean, I had this huge, I think I almost did a car cast on the way home after a track meet because, I'm sorry, after a field trip, because on like a Wednesday, I had uh, a track meet that we didn't get back to the school until like 8.30, 9 o'clock. I don't think I got home until like 10, 10.30 or so. Uh, then the following day I had a field trip. So it's a lot of time on buses, uh, which is not ideal. And uh, I got to tell you, sucked. The energy whirlwind, The by the time I was, it was all said and done, I didn't have the energy to record at all. Uh, I think I even, I, I packed a backpack that day so I could put some podcast gear in there. And I was way too uh, ambitious by doing that because there was no way. I was going to pull out a microphone and talk. I think I drove home with my, like, speakers, no music playing. Like, everything was off. I just drove home in silence. And just like the last the last uh, time I did a, a car cast. Uh, I feel crazy right now driving home. And I guess it looks like I'm on the phone. Because I'm not holding a microphone right now. I have a lav mic, one of those lapel mics on right now. So I look less crazy. And hopefully you can't hear my seatbelt. But I'm trying to be safe. Anyway, so what's crazy too is the entire time that I've been talking, that was just me getting to Lakeshore Drive. I think I started recording right as I was pulling out of the parking lot, and now I'm finally on Lakeshore Drive to get home, all the way up on the north side. So I'm not going to do a complete commute car cast. I did like I think I did uh, like the first ten, maybe fifteen this morning. And I'm doing about, what, 10 to 15 right now, depending on what the time thing says. I can't read it because I'm driving. Uh, So that's probably where I'm going to call it because I want to go home and and see my dog and see my fiance and just recover from today. Uh, Yeah, so if you're listening to this on your your commute home, I suggest you do the same. So, you know, don't worry about grading or planning unless you really, really have to. Uh, Get some rest, you know? Obviously, for this entire episode, as with any car cast, uh, there is no alcohol. I know that Classroom Brew is a teachers having drinks podcast, teacher drinking podcast, whatever. Uh, but obviously, for these ones, if we are behind the wheel or even a passenger in the front seat, we are not consuming alcohol. I'm going to say it again. We do not drink on the car cast episodes of the podcast. Uh, but if you were drinking along or drinking while listening to this one, then, uh, you know, cheers to you. Uh, maybe when I get home, I'll have one or two or several. Who knows? The night will tell. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate the support for you guys, you know, tuning in every week or whenever you can or spreading the word to somebody that you may know. Uh, again, a big shout out to our Patreon members. Uh, if you're in some sort of app, you could rate us if you like. I don't know. Does it even matter if you rate anymore? It used to be a big thing when I first started podcasting uh, like five or six years ago. But... Uh, I think we're getting closer and closer to episode number 300, Uh, so that's pretty cool. The fact that we've been going for this long, numbers have been pretty steady along that uh, time. We've had some jumps and some lulls, but relatively steady. 
Uh, and that's pretty cool. That's all because of you guys. So uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, get home safe if you're commuting. Relax, rest, whatever it might be. Cheers. Have another one on me. <laughs> and until next week, class dismissed.